0: For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com.
1: Only on Uncensored, do you have to wait on a guy to get back from touching beavers to start your podcast? (laughs) Okay, We need some context. (laughs) Derek smells like beaver this
2: morning. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was great. Um, I've been trapping this property for the last couple days. Um, They kind of contacted me real late in the season um nuisance beavers nuisance beavers they got like a real big pond slash small lake they said they had some beavers in there a few years back um another guy came and trapped them when they called me he made it sound like they knew everything he's like we know where they're denning we got like trees that they're cutting i got a dam i'm like this is sounds perfect of course i'll do this um get out there that's not entirely true Uh, all they have is a dam and it's kind of a tricky situation because they were damming up the spillway and the bottom of this pond and the spillway is all extremely rocky. And it's just really hard to set traps in this real rocky bottom type stuff versus mud or anything like that. And so I was just doing dam break sets. So just break the dam and then the beavers know that the dam's broke, they're gonna come up and they wanna fix it. But, and I'm using 330 conibear like body traps, not foothold traps or anything. It's too shallow to try to use like a drowning rod I don't even know if I can get a drowning rod into the ground with this rocky soil. Um, this would be a good spot probably for snares. I made a post on Go Wild about that. It would be a good spot for fishing, too. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> working work on that. <laughs> I'm working on that. That's that's later. But um, it would be a good spot for snares, but I don't have any snares. It's too late in the season for me to try to, like, get snares. I mean, tr- season ends tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I was like, well, I just got to work with what I got. So I'm breaking the dam, setting 330s where I break the dam, brush them in, kind of not entirely sure about how well the traps are actually secured in there just because of the rocky soil. Um, but so ran traps the last 2 days, nothing on them. Um, yesterday I got out there and they had actually this is really funny. One trap was activated. So it was set, nothing in it, and then they were like re damned around it. Well, <laughs> oh, it gets better. The other we'll trap you. the other trap was laid over still set ready to go, ready to rock and roll, and then they had built the dam over top of it. (laughs) Like, oh, free structure. Yeah, well, (laughs) thanks, bud. Yeah, like, I got there, and I've lost a 330 once before in a similar situation like this, like, just gone. I don't really know what happened. I have a couple theories, but trap was gone. So I get down there yesterday evening to reset, and I don't see the trap. I'm like, oh, my gosh, lost another 330. (laughs) And, like, they're not super expensive, but they're not cheap either. I mean, it's not fun to lose it. So anyways, I'm like going, I'm like start pulling some stuff out of the dam and then I see the chain that goes to the 330, and I'm like, Oh, trap's still here. And then I had the wherewithal to be like, well, don't just start digging. Your hands <laughs> <down> <laughs> yeah, there. I'm like, your finger. I'm thinking like, there's no way this trap is still active if it's like under this dam, but just be smart. Like I've gotten hit by traps before. It's not fun. So I get like a big stick and I just start raking stuff away. And I, I find it and I'm like oh god like it was still set ready to rock and roll so good thing I didn't stick my hand down oh there. my gosh they yeah. tried to trap you right and they said <laughs> it when, up, beaver's, like... when beavers when beavers
1: attack so uh, you seen Zom Beavers? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I knew that was coming up
3: that's <laughs> a movie yeah.
1: it's a B horror film where oh. the, the beavers Bill Burr's in it in oh. the in the first couple minutes Heck and yeah, uh, he probably did it for free cuz the budget on this movie is not great <laughs> <laughs> but uh the, the beaver, beaver. Yeah, yeah it's like one of those mildly sexual horror movies oh, um okay. yeah it's it's a treat i think it's one of brad's favorite movies i love it <laughs> I, I don't even know if i've ever seen the whole thing like the scene with bill burn in the beginning and then the beaver uh attacks a woman in a particularly Sensitive area. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Beaver and beaver. <laughs> <Anyways>. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We were all thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think I needed it to go there, but it is uncensored. So yep, Jacob yep, said um, the uncensored God, thing. God help us. There's children that listen yeah. to this. So, uh, so
2: back to the beavers real quick. Get this, the traps reset last night and then go home. Um, and then the landowner texted me this morning, because I was going to go out there probably around lunchtime and check them today. Landowner texted me this morning. And they're like, hey, um, it looks like your traps have been moved again. And it looks like they've kind of rebuilt the dam a little bit. And she she said, I don't see any beavers, though, in, in the traps. Um, no offense to her. She just doesn't really know what she's looking for. And so I look at the picture she sends me. And it's kind of blurry. And I'm like, I, there might be one in one of those traps. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out there right now. So... Traffic was awful this morning on the Gene Snyder. Mm-hmm. If anyone dealt with that, that held me up. Um, get out there, though. The trap that I actually thought in the picture had a beaver, and it did not. It was activated again. They had rebuilt around it. And then I was, like, on top of the other trap, and I looked down, and I'm like, oh, there's a beaver. So, worked out. How big? Heck yeah. uh, Decent sight, Nothing. Nothing huge to write home about. I'm going to guess, like, low 40s. Male or female? Don't know. They're extremely difficult get in there to figure it out yeah just by looking at they're very difficult to That's what
4: I've heard in the book I'm reading. Mm-hmm. They have vents. Yeah. They don't have like X And apparently they smell different mm. based on these biologists that are talking about they go out sex beavers. Mm-hmm. They actually do just it off sniffle. the smell. Yeah. Uh what were you
1: saying about the postage stamp?
4: All right, so I'm I'm currently listening to a book about beavers called Eager. Definitely recommend checking Eager it out. Eager beaver?
2: E- it's just called Eager. Eager.
4: Oh. And uh, one of the most interesting facts that they said in there is that on a postage postage stamp sized piece of beaver fur, there are 126,000 fibers, hair fibers and so it doesn't even seem possible
2: they yeah yeah no it's i mean they're i mean i, I don't doubt it. it's yeah. true i, I mean just, it's get, crazy to think about they it. have like different types of fur yeah too. there's
4: the like the longer fur that mm. you traditionally feel when you touch beaver fur but then there's all the guard hairs like but most animals i don't have that many hair follicles on my entire head <laughs> 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 no you don't <laughs> <laughs> but you know the, in the book they're talking about you know the texture of the beaver fur and that's why it's so valuable is because of all that you know it's
2: really yeah,
1: soft people may not know you're gonna eat this beaver see. oh right? yeah yeah like, no, they're, they're, they're honestly good. that's
2: what i trap them mostly for anymore since there's not a whole lot of money in the fur market and again like i've mentioned this before i'm having a real hard time finding a fur buyer like i've I, there's some big fur buyers out there that do like annual buys and like the closest they come to here is like two or three hours north up and in the Indi- like mm. somewhere near, around indianapolis area yeah. or north and it's like is it worth me driving up there with the really like small amount of beaver felts i end yeah. up with at the end of the year and spend fifty dollars in gas to sell to, $60 to get ten dollars yeah <laughs> yeah so it honestly the biggest reason i trap them besides just enjoying it is for eating them because i mean they're delicious
1: but you still have all your pelt so far right mm-hmm. i'm
2: just sitting you on just everything. don't know what the, your freezer's got to be getting a little tight so when i bought my house like four or five years ago they left a freezer in the oh. basement so that, you got two well so i have two deep freezers that i've purchased that are mine that i actually have like game meat in so and fish and everything but then there's a third one down there that they left and it, it's not a great <coughs> freezer but i just have it it's just full of furs yeah. and stuff like that yeah That's
1: cool. um, so to do I think I've seen Larson do the like the entire the beaver stretch. pelt the, mm-hmm. on the stretch. How, how much work is that? It's
2: quite a bit. I mean, you got are they fatty? Uh, yeah, but if you skin them well, you'll a lot of that fat will stay on the beaver itself when you skin it. But um, I mean, after you skin it, you have to flesh it. Yeah. Um, and that's a whole process, and then stretch it. Um, if you're gonna do the whole thing yourself, you got to tan it, yeah. and you condition the fur, and everything. It, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm already busy enough.
1: I've got two deer hides in my, uh, freezer and I, I really want to try doing one by myself. I've read about it, but then I talked to my taxidermist and he, uh, I had read about, you about doing it, the pressure washer. And he's like, yeah, it's awesome. Except you're going to get mice everywhere. Cause once you spray off all that <laughs> meat, they, they come flocking in for it. And he's like, that's why I don't do it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, maybe that's maybe that's a problem worth dealing with. I don't know, yeah. uh, <laughs> or maybe I'll like take I have to take my pressure washer out to like a public park, <laughs> 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 go to the local KO, just <laughs> let it all yeah like, run to your neighbors. Yeah, going to be over at the parklands, kids <laughs> are going to be playing. It's like, what's he doing, daddy? How long until the police get called of, uh, of like bloody flesh flying all over the place? <laughs> might be able to get one done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you ever, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have the bear fat. Did you render it down? Not yet. Oh, you just froze it? It's still just frozen. Froze I it. need to render it because yeah. I'm
2: starting to run low on my bears. Yeah, I was realizing Curious. the other
1: day, I'm running low on the jar you gave me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if Derek ever rendered all that fat. No, so. it's,
2: that's, soon on my agenda of things yeah. to do because I need to make some room in a freezer anyway. So yeah, I've
1: got a bear roast pulled out. I don't think I've made a bear the roast yet. We've been doing the grind a little bit mm-hmm. and, um, and I've been trying to work through some of the venison that I need to clear out. Mm-hmm. I did those ribs. Um, the ribs take up a ton of space. I've got one more – I've got a rack from my 2020 deer that I found that I've forgotten about. That's the problem with the deep freeze is once it makes its way to the bottom, you're like, (laughs) oh. It's gone for him. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so I don't know if those are still going to be good. Um, They're double-wrapped, but I'm I'm hopeful because the – man – the uh, in fact, you've never made them. If you want to try that recipe, I'll give you that rack of ribs. Give me the twenty twenty ribs. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're I think they're good. <laughs> they should be. But
2: I, I I eat stuff that's been in the freezer for quite a while. I do too. Everyone I turns our nose up at three it. Three
1: years. I've I think I've gone back three or four years. Even if it's f- frozen well, mm-hmm. I don't buy that whole like six month thing. I no. think it's garbage. I think that's the meat companies telling you that so that they sell more meat. Yeah, I'd agree um, with that. But big the, meat. I mean, big seriously, meat. dude. I mean, uh, and, and in pharma, trust big pharma, big meat. And Derek knows. Like, if it's a little brown on the outside, you can usually shave that off, and it's gold right under it. Mm-hmm. So That's oh. what I've done in the past. If you get a spot, you just trim that off and go. Yeah. That, or I mean, like,
2: Daniel Prude, especially, he's got tons of recipes for stuff that's, like, been in the freezer for a while.
1: Well, that that's why I think that Korean barbecue, because mm-hmm. it's going to parboil in a pot for three hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to cook down anyways. I think it'd be okay. That's a good one. I've done several, like, curry-type dishes with
3: yeah.
2: stuff that has been in the freezer for a while. Yeah. Now Never know the difference.
1: Yeah. Well. But yeah, I'm c- gonna eat the beaver. Congrats on your uh <laughs> your Who beaver. gave us
2: the beaver we had that one time? Larson.
1: Larson. Larson. Yeah. yeah. That was good, man. It was good. Very I over seasoned or did he cook? I cooked it down. I think I made a barbecue with it and it was a little strong i, I think I overcompensated on it. I mm-hmm. think it's got such a robust taste that you don't really need to do that. Yeah, that woody um, flavor was very well, legit. Yeah. Was
3: what
2: I've so learned with good. beaver, it's it's just like a really mild flavor. It tastes like beef. Um, it takes flavors real well, so if you season it, it's gonna take on that flavor. Um, over the weekend, we made a beaver and vegetable soup. Oh, um, dude, I bet it'd be really I got good. some. I got some leftovers
1: still. I think it'd be good cooking it down like as a traditional roast with potatoes and onions. Mm-hmm. I know some people kind of make fun of doing it that way because it's so easy, but mm-hmm. and it's like you're not being very creative. But it's good. So what? It, but but <laughs> it, that nutty taste of it would be really
2: good. One of the favorite things I've ever made with beaver, and honestly, you could do this with any game meat, was like a tacho. like a loaded. Like, fry, tots thing or whatever with like pulled beaver meat and cheese, sour mm. cream. Yeah. Um, I do that with tachos, like, like tater tots, like tater- nachos. Yeah.
3: That's basically <laughs> what I did.
1: I haven't done it Sounds with Tanner like bar. but we, we'll do. Well, I got it from there. Did
3: you? That, I've that had idea. that
2: idea. Yeah, that's hilarious. I've had
3: yeah, that the Porky's pork- Tacho. <laughs> that, but
2: with pulled beaver meat. That's funny, that's great, man. Yeah. That's how
1: I ended up making uh, pimento cheeseburgers all the time because yep. up at World of Beer, they've got the best pimento cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I got to start making these at home to save myself forty dollars because that's <laughs> yeah. about what I spend when we go up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was out thirty something with you on Friday, Derek. Yep, it's uh, those
2: fancy beers with the the writing in the yeah, top. dude. They got this
1: stuff they spray on top of the the head now. It, it's oh. like, it's, you so took it's a picture. Like, I got a picture. Couple pictures Like the latte art. Yeah, beer. <laughs> but, it, but it's not <laughs> like they did it. They're just hitting it with some kind of thing that spray. It's like a stencil <laughs> it's and it says like, enjoy Airbrush your beer. beer. Yeah. So that, that was funny. Wow.
3: Uh, That's actually really cool.
1: Well, Derek, oh, I ra- man, I've never. I seen said that. I wasn't gonna this story, yeah. man, going to tell the story, but I'm going to. I ran into a little bit of a trap this weekend too. Uh, oh, uh, like a great segue. Yeah. I, I, so was coming back by the office and uh, a lot of times if I don't want to deal with traffic, I'll come up this road where the office is I'm on my way home, mm-hmm. and it's a nice little shortcut. Well, I'm coming down through here, and you guys know, and it, probably anybody that listens to this podcast knows, our trailer's been broken into a ton to the point to where we just stopped. Like it's, yeah. it's unlocked. If you guys want to show up at our office and go look and <laughs> see what's out there. We're I'm not tired, there's of it nothing get new locks. new locks. Well, new locks, or they cut the freaking door handle off one time. Mm-hmm. And so we're very sensitive to this and we're not stupid. We're not leaving any valuables out there. I mean even moving blankets have been stolen. Mm-hmm. So it's just literally if you want to steal the whole entire Go Wild Trade show booth, it's out there. That's about it though, right? And so <laughs> if you move it, you can have it. Yeah, I mean I don't trust us. That ain't I think fun. <laughs> I don't even care to tell our audience this cuz I don't think anybody would do this, but I think I think it also it's like we're literally telling you there's nothing out there that you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was driving by and this truck was sitting out front loaded with stuff and i could see that it was like either they're moving houses or or they've just been going around picking up random stuff like there's a bike a kid's bike thrown in the back and i pull up and i didn't see i was looking at the truck and i didn't see i saw this later on the video there was a dude in the trailer when i pulled up Mm -hmm. so he kind of sneaks out and comes around and he starts asking me all these crazy questions. He's like, "Y'all sell organic?" and goes into I something. asking
4: about big swim baits or well, something. Well, he got too. into
1: that after he was just going wherever I wanted to go, as what I realized later. He mm-hmm. was just trying to get out of the situation. But he's like, "Do you sell organic?" He said wood. I thought at first, and I said, "What?" And like he's like organic, and he says it again, and he's very redneck mm-hmm. and i mean to the point like i speak redneck and i was struggling to understand a little bit of what he was saying <laughs> yeah and you've been removed from it for i am one of them oh, no but dude i can speak like i can go home and talk to appalachian people yeah. like you down I there can, from that down in there holler <laughs> I, can, I can definitely handle uh, a little southern louisville as jake yeah. and i were joking about uh southern louisville. but you know the um I'm talking to this guy, and then he he pivot. I said, no, man, we sell fishing gear. Because I thought he had been at the window. Mm-hmm. See, I'm still, like, semi-naive at this point. But I also stopped because I knew what's up. But then he starts talking about fishing stuff, and we go back. I'm like, yeah, we only sell online, like, blah, blah, blah. And he gets in the truck. And I go in the office mostly just, like, to stay without just being awkward because mm-hmm. I, I A, was not planning on stopping anywhere. I didn't have any weapon of any type on me. So I've stopped on two guys here with nothing <laughs> like absolutely nothing. So I go in the office and as soon as I walk around the trailer, it's open and I'm like, mm. <laughs> curse words, right? Like <laughs> yep. I realize what I've done. I pull up the app on, to, for the security camera and he was in the trailer. I can see him and we've since listened to what he was saying uh, as he was in there. Mm-hmm. And so I drove around trying to find him to get a license plate. He was stupid enough to n- name his buddy. So now I know his first name, and uh, I his know his buddy said his name.
2: I'm uh, just picturing Ricky and Julian from Trailer <laughs> Park Boys. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, virtually. <laughs>
1: my name's uh,
2: Corey Trevor. <laughs> Corey. <laughs>
1: well, if they, what's funny is they they wouldn't know this, but we've got them on audio saying their names before we even I, before I even pulled yeah. in. So they were so stupid they used their real names when I pulled in too. Yeah. So that was my excitement for the weekend that and Pinewood Derby which, so, which, which well we we, mean, did, we we did not win. You so, didn't win but you got you a, still a design award, well, right? No no no. We we were the third and uh, I told my son that um you know I was looking at the list and he he did but there were several other people and I'm like I, he he was very sad we agreed we were not trying to compete on speed we're like we're going all in on a car that'll look cool Mm -hmm. and and it's going to stand out and it did dude Mm -hmm. it was it looked cool it was inches taller which i I, somebody said something like i don't think that's allowed and i was like it's not in the rules but the rules that come with the car are different than the full rules which i was stupid like why would you like i just went off what was in the box Mm -hmm. so later i found out we it's like technically you're only supposed to use what's in the box Mm -hmm. and cut the car down, but nobody you does that. Well, a kit on it. Well, do, well, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's in the rules. But then like, people are putting Legos on it. People yeah. are putting all this other stuff. So I'm like, ah, we didn't break the rules no more than anybody else. But... I mean, even weights. I'm like the the people use pennies for weights, and I'm like, technically per the rules, that wouldn't be allowed, mm-hmm. but they allow it. It's it's just weird. I mean, it's more of one of those like, is your intent to cheat? And obviously, our intent was not to cheat because we put all this Trying weight to on cool. top. Yeah, it's like <laughs> in the stupidest design if you're gonna try to win. <laughs> this
2: thing goes on the track and it flips. When we test
1: <laughs> when we tested it though, we had shaved off a full half second from last year's car. So I'm like, all right, man, like we're gonna we're gonna be doing okay. We were we were in the trial runs. A lot of people bring their old cars, mm-hmm. and we were finishing second and third against the old cars, which usually people. Bring their cars that did well, and the guy that sets up is really good. So I'm like, we might have a shot at least being high up in our. our I knew we would not win this thing. The cars that win are like under three seconds, and we were getting it at like 3 2. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we were last every time. Oh. I felt so bad for him, dude. He's like, I could see he's like. Eh. Uh, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh we're and, gonna
3: outsource the building of this next year yeah no he was cool he, he
1: really he he loved we did the 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 car was the the uh, great white pine shark and so we did a full-blown like as close as we could possibly get to a, like what a great white shark looks like and he loved it it was fun but it's a pretty um, cool looking car did yeah look dope, there's right. more I, to me there's like more lessons in learning how to lose mm-hmm. than than mm-hmm. i mean it would have been cool to win that was our goal i would have loved that for him but also like realizing that you know hey you know that's kind of life and and that what i like about that event is like yeah they give out a they give out participation awards but it's not it's not like everybody was a winner. I mean, there is a full blown ceremony, there's a third, second, and first, and then everybody else just gets this thing when they get their car back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is very what we need. It's mm-hmm. not like T ball where literally everybody gets a trophy that looks like an award. This was a patch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Yep, there you go. And yeah, it that's... doesn't even say participation on. It's just got the the year and it says Pinewood Derby on it. It's like that is more of what kids need these days mm-hmm. to be not to be told everybody's special. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so-
4: I, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. You may have in the baseball world, but um, my cousin's son does a lot of travel baseball and stuff. I know exactly what you're going to say. They give them championship rings that Dude, are like full on NCAA size championship rings <laughs> for actually winning those. <laughs> these at least? Yeah, yeah, these little seven-year-olds. Well, they oh, play like they play they're like really twenty young,
3: tournaments man. a year, and some of them aren't very good, and so. They like they'll come out with these like huge I mean like they're gonna get quarters. an actual championship ring one day and be like, This is a little I never or, got a ring. I'll put it in much yeah, and like <laughs> I, that was sacred. Like the ring is like yeah. a big deal. And yeah. like you're you're always chasing the ring and now all these kids have these <laughs> it's gigantic
1: so I've seen it too.
3: Like, what do you guys do? I mean <laughs> to game Tom,
1: game Tom Green and <laughs> <in, game> <laughs> uh, Tom Crean in two thousand twelve, his team uh, from Indiana Dude, went to the I, sweet sixteen Kentucky beat them, and we we stomped them. I just want to add that in there that we had like uh, we were in the hundreds. We beat them by like sixteen points, and they were a phenomenal team. And they had actually beat us. They were one of the only two teams that beat us that year. They, uh, I'll, I'll never forget the three day depression that came after the, the the loss to Indiana when they stormed the court. Yeah, uh, Zach still talks about that. Shot. that that's because that's all they have to Christian live for. <laughs> Christian Wofford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, you know the you know our whole team gets trampled. I remember going to the mall after that because people still went to malls. And my wife went, and I'm like moping around. I ate like one of the American cookies, uh, or American cookies. <laughs> I need like a soup. I'm like real sad. Yeah, there's a picture, of, there's a picture of me sad somewhere in the mall looking at UK gear, eating a cookie like by myself. There's no one around. Uh, it's but, like that Pablo Escobar meme, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but they ended up not even they made it to the Sweet 16 and got rings. I'm like, come on, man, what are we teaching people? So that was my weekend though. I'll support well,
2: that uh, going back to the Pinewood. Derby shark or whatever. Sharks live in water, and I think uh, Jacob maybe spent some time around some water. Dude, this to good uh, We didn't even make we a were,
1: point to work on this. Yeah, but we we sports joined empire, we joined Sporns with the Empire, and it's just like all of a sudden we are osmosis. the most professional podcast you could <laughs> listen to. Just picking it up. Just all We didn't know. even. If, what's funny is we didn't. This wasn't set up. We didn't even know if Derek was going to be here until five minutes before. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, you fished. I did fish. <laughs> <laughs> we great, had segue huge, great segue. Great segue, <laughs> and then we talked about yeah. it. For- yeah, we, okay, we overplayed it. We overplayed <laughs> our hand, okay?
4: We're not used to this. We're not used to being cool. Yeah. Well, so I went to Otter Creek Friday, and speaking of beaver, oh, yeah. so they had – there's a, there's beaver down there, mm-hmm. beaver and otter, of Obviously. course. And so the, the beavers around the area must have been busy this winter because we had gotten a bunch of rain at some point this – last couple months and the trail to get down the creek like right from the parking lot Mm -hmm. was an absolute disaster and a lot of it's like beaver cut down stuff that just got like a dam or something got Mm. washed down and covered the the trail they have not done anything to clean it Mm. out Mm. and this was not done yesterday this has been there for a couple weeks at least Mm. so i was kind of disappointed that they haven't been taking better care of it down there Water was a little stained. only caught one trout the whole time. I fished for six hours.
2: Mm. And, I know um, that, like, really ate at you, probably.
3: It did, but, man, <laughs> you
4: know, it was, it was fun to get out. Yeah. I needed just a day to get out, and, and it was quiet. There was nobody else out there. It was great. And then yesterday, um, my dad had talked to my uncle, and the smallmouth are biting in— in, you know, Louisville area. <laughs> and so we were going to go down there and try to catch some smallmouth. Well, it was still up and muddy in that river. And so we, we bypassed it and went over to Floyd's Fort mm. to try to, you know, just the water looked great. So we wanted to go fish there. Had one smallmouth bite, which got me very excited. Uh, he jumped off in the middle of the creek as I was trying to reel him in, but then we were able to catch a, a couple rainbows and if you know me if i get one fish to bite i'm instantly ready for the next hit like i need that so that's all i can <laughs> I think about hit. right now <laughs> i think that's anybody so <laughs> so it's
1: like once you once you get one even if you're about to leave yeah like,
4: uh, and so i'm immediately like on the way home thinking about talking to dad like all right so we're we gonna try and get out to this other, other river next weekend like how are we gonna do this and so yeah i uh it's here
1: i got permission on that pond to, this oh, weekend so you know. i'm gonna take my scouts out there um and then we were talking i mean he's like yeah man i don't care just let me know and whenever you're gonna go so sweet yeah so i got a private pond that's where i caught that big three pounder nice last fall that's where so, i'm trapping
2: these beavers i'm gonna try that angle here in a little bit yeah see if i can't fish out there
1: nice it's, it's talk about that rocky bottom
2: start thinking about crawfish it's, it's a yep. big big pond too so I, was, I
1: really wanted to get out and hang in my camera this weekend, but I, I just I had a lot of stuff going on, um, mm-hmm. made a lot of dinners, had all the Pinewood stuff going on, and I haven't gotten back out yet. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, of, I'm, I'm probably going to end up adding another Tacticam to my lineup and hitting that pond we're going to fish at. I know where you can buy one. Yeah. Well, the other day I popped Time in wild.com. Well, or <laughs> Or if uh, you work here, you just pop in and pay for it and then take yeah. it with you, which yeah. is what I did last weekend. and. I uh, didn't have a card, but I've got all my stuff. I'm gonna hop out this week and throw that camera out, but I think I'm gonna put one over at this private pond, and because that's the one that I was telling you guys is good for saddle hunting, mm-hmm. like the in the back part of it. Mm-hmm. So I just I need to see I need to go out there and scout uh, and see where they're coming through again because I did it before and it's right next to a big park and preserve. So I think it's gonna be good, but I've got to get I got to figure out where they're coming through, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully there's no poachers running me off this time. Yeah. It's a different spot, so. Yeah. We'll see. I was out fishing yesterday.
3: and You didn't segue. Yep, don't have one. (laughs) 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 Got nothing for you. (laughs) Bounce it around for a second. There's nothing there. Um, I was trying to, like, use these new TRD tickler things that we got. These U-man turd ticklers. -ticklers. I I was trying to say turd tickler, but here we are. And I ha- I got a few bites, but I wasn't getting anything. They're kind of like that bluegill color, like the like, like a bluish, gray, almost, yeah. green kind of. And never really caught anything, um, just got bites. But walking around the pond, I found like a chewed up, there's a bunch of geese around there. I found a chewed up um, crawl that like was red.
4: Oh, yeah. it was red because they were blue in the creek yesterday.
3: Yesterday they were? Uh, well,
4: over well, where we you? were. But that could have a difference in water temperature. The pond's
3: probably warmer than the creek was. Different subspecies. That was my question. What was it, I mean, it was it was big, dude. Like, it was big. and so, Start
4: chucking those red crawls. Son. So it's
3: it's time, you think? Oh, like, yeah. That's for real? sure. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know if that was like just super old or what was going on. But. Yeah,
4: because I was throwing – I thought the creek would have been – to the point where I could start throwing my green and orange ones that I always do. Uh-huh. And so I was, uh-huh. and then I kicked a rock and this blue crawfish shot out. I was mm. like, "Son
3: of I don't have any blue. I was thinking that's the color they'd be. I was thinking they'd be that blue color. That, still.
1: that pond is probably warmer. Mm-hmm. You guys bringing that up, uh, winding down the podcast here. Do, uh, I think we kind of mentioned this before, but it's up now. We're, we're selling fishing gear, right? Oh, like, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. uh, this is the first wave of meaningful, update that we've done in fishing gear in a long time and there's an even more monster wave coming yeah we got the tsunami of fishing gear coming this is a get me over (laughs) yeah this is but this is uh i mean we got a lot of stuff now can one of you all talk just real quick about what we have and uh maybe maybe species relevant too for people that aren't um as into it as, as the three of you.
4: Yeah, so we really focused on largemouth, smallmouth tackle, and, you know, and lures and baits in the beginning. And so that's what you're going to see a lot of. There's a lot. We were able to get a lot of power bait. We've got a bunch of the Berkley Fritz sides, which are some great crankbaits, both 5 and 7-foot depth. We've got some uh, Rapala, um, Rapala, goodness. <laughs> um, your pick. You know, crankbaits there, some DT6s, DT8s. Uh, And then we also have some of what I really enjoyed picking out was some Robo worm Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Ned type soft plastics, great colors. Uh, They catch the fishermen. So hopefully they catch bass and, (laughs) you know, we've got most of, I would say the terminal tackle to fish, the soft plastics that we got. So there's some creature baits, some stick baits, kind of everything, if, if you're new getting into fishing, it's a great selection to load your tackle box and be able to go out and catch some stuff. If you've been fishing for a while, we've got the staples that you seem to always be buying. Mm, yeah, And so, we you know, we really honed in on that. And so, that stuff is there now and live. And, you know, like it was alluded to, we're going to be getting some more, more line selection, more rod reel selection, and a massive amount of... Bates. Multi multi species, yes,
3: yeah. yeah. We added some rods and reels as well. We got the yep. Vexen came in, and then we also added what were the reels that you picked out? Um,
4: we've got some um Shimano Corados, some
2: Saharas, Sienas. Uh, the, what was the one I got? A, it
4: that was a, that Shimano, it's spinner. Shimano, but yep. it, was, it was
2: like a F something. I don't know.
4: That's the Siena, okay, it's the Siena. I think it was Sienna. I'm drawing a blank on which one it was. I thought it was like freshwater. In Sedona, Sienna, Sahara. It was a Sedona. My Sedona. bad. Sedona. Yep. Um, and then the we got some Abu Garcias. We got some Revos. We got some the Zatas or Zatas, which are pretty sweet. They're yeah. a, like an olive green fake casting reel. So you know we've kind of got a little bit of you know mid tier, high, higher, low, high price point, uh, really nice reels. And so, you'll start seeing some more of that stuff kind of come in. And what we're doing, you know, for you all listening, we are going to watch and see what people are buying. And that's going to help us dictate, like, where we go next. And so, you can reach out to me if there's something you really want to see. I I can make a mental note of that as we we get ready to reorder and those kind of things. But the community is going to dictate. Yeah. We're
1: finally finally able to... Props to uh, the guys sitting at the table for getting this through, and, and Dan, who isn't with us today, but uh, has been a big part of getting all this stuff in. He's alive. Um, He's just not here. <laughs> good point. Um, oh, we've got some missile stuff that we're going to be loading soon, Oh,
3: yeah. Two. That came in last we week. Got some good stuff. Nice. That's my personal favorite. Nice.
1: Um, but, you know, we had a, a long fall and winter of trying to get all the hunting stuff updated, and, you know, hunting season you know for go wild is not just deer and it's we were trying to prepare for all of the the winter. i mean dog stuff we've Mm -hmm. added a ton of uh houndsman stuff because the houndsman community is crushing it in go wild and you know a lot of that's from working with uh the houndsman xp guys and then the um the the next thing that we jacob's been working on directly with this brand that is going to be coming in soon has been the fishing stuff and then i will say we're going um i think you'll see another round of archery stuff coming in i know we're working on um you know adding Uh, we're talking to a lot of brands now, but that'll be the focus. And then as, as we get into summer, uh, the mobile hunting scene, like we are going to have, I still think we probably already have the best, uh, offering for mobile hunting online of any brands, but we're adding, uh, at least one other brand this year. That's going to be really hot and people are going to be, it's a good one. People Mm -hmm. are going to be real pumped about it. And so we'll have anything you need to get into mobile hunting. And when, when I say mobile hunting, we're, uh, If you're not familiar, it's saddle hunting and then, uh, you know, the platforms, whatever your version of that is, we're going to have everything you need. So,
4: yeah. And there's, there's more camo apparel coming, which is one, you know, another staple that we've kind of been lacking we are going to have a huge selection soon
1: yeah yeah that one's tough um, i appreciate everybody's patience i mean uh quite frankly a lot of this has just been harder than we realized it was going to be throughout the year and uh you know we've moved slower than we wanted but it's it's here and we so appreciate the support i mean that is how we are leaning on uh Making the app possible and monetizing. I mean, it's got to, it's a business. It's got to make money, and those the shop is very valuable. So, I hope you guys are logging time. All these podcasts, you log and everything. You should be unlocking new rewards. Eric and I, Eric and I went through recently and added a lot of potential rewards. So, you definitely want to keep posting and sharing because that's how you're going to unlock those new rewards we have. Um, a, a lot of them are. Uh, it's not just going to be like go go out swag. There's some really good rewards coming into the system, uh, including like. A smoking deal on badlands. Uh, Derek mentioned that we also have a bunch of turkey gear we've added, Mm -hmm. Uh, so Mm -hmm. we are like lock stocked and ready to roll in turkey season. Season's right around Uh, the corner. It is. I'm so pumped.
3: Vests, decoys, calls, calls, boots. Yeah, we're loaded up. We got all the turkey stuff.
1: Hooters. (laughs) Hooters. Yep. The name of this episode has to be Hooters and Beavers. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, He's joking, Chris. I know. Nope, that's it. Nope. Um, so the, the last thing we want to call out is, you know, uh, as we are such professionals now – um, you know, and this phenomenal podcast that never has any flaws in it. Um, we, we do want to make sure you guys are helping us out. The one area where we've really neglected is getting reviews and that really helps us grow, helps us be a good partner to sportsman's empire helps get the word out about go Wild. So the two places I believe that we really care about, there's other ones. So if you listen to something else, that's great. But the two areas where it really helps the, uh, the, uh, the Silicon Valley algorithms uh, do their thing is Apple podcast and Spotify. So if you can go in and leave reviews on those, that is super helpful. Um, Apple podcast and Spotify are very important to helping us reach other people. Um, some of you all started to do this and we are we are already starting to see ourselves pop up on charts that we've never been on before because we never really cared the the show was always about connecting with members and it still is uh, all that it's just that you know we want to part of partnering with Dan is um, you know trying to get the word out about his network and uh, our show as well so if you guys could help that that's our one ask of you today besides buy all the things so <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're not asking much I'm not asking much
1: just to you to spend all your money with us and then please leave it a free Review. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's it. So, when you go onto the Go Wild app, you can hit the plus sign and log time. That's how you earn those points. Hit log time, Outdoor Podcast uncensors right up top because we're egotistical. So, go ahead and uh, <laughs> tap this show that you're listening to, which I do hope ends up being called uh, Beavers and Hooters. Beavers and Hooters. Um, so you can you can find the show there. Log that. You got um, Braden Ware, Derek Tolles, Jacob Knight, and Brad Luttrell here. Thank you all. See ya. See. Ya.